0: Hi, I'm Sadek. And I'm playing Guardians of the Galaxy on Nintendo Switch. Now, now you might be thinking, how? And, and yes, why am streaming? I doing this? It is a streaming is, version? It is, pal. It is a streaming oh, version? Oh, yeah. I picked up the streaming
1: version of it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Actually, I didn't, I didn't even know there was a Switch version that was like that. Surprisingly, though, on Wi-Fi,
0: it's not Disgusting they have to be writing their own wifi driver The whoever makes the streaming software right whoever has to have some like custom wifi implementation
1: i i i hope that sounds i that sounds like no probably probably nintendo doesn't provide that level of access to the hardware to to developers
0: it's surprisingly smooth then it is i mean it's 30 fps stream so input latency is there but I mean, really, with a switch game running at twenty FPS versus a cloud version.
1: I heard this game. I heard this game is actually quite good in the story department. Like it, it, the dialogue is very good, and the story is actually like the characters are well done. Uh, that's what I've been hearing uh, about Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, everybody had low expectations, but uh, turns out, turns out the Idos Montreal, right? This is the Idos Montreal one. Yeah, the folks who did uh, Deus Ex, right? Deus Ex, yes. The uh, the they apparently have a good one like apparently it's not been selling as well which would be a shame
0: uh i mean the avengers probably soured anyone from buying and yeah definitely absolutely marvel game yeah
1: absolutely 100 percent. that avengers game is it's not good but ga- speak of games that are well good, wait
0: wait i'm also christian i should say that as well
1: <laughs> let's 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 get into our uh our uh well my game of the year like I, we i know that already like i, I don't need I don't need and
0: that. also this is two shades of brown a podcast about um Static's game of the year apparently so yes, please tell us, what is Bennerosa game of the year right
1: oh jeez sorry i had to mix the English in um, the spanish like <laughs> oh lord okay we'll we'll get into that that's that's, that's a point of discussion for sure i think that's worth having. uh so Forza horizon 5 uh came out uh what is it? November 9th, I think was was, was that, that the early that access out?
0: date? No, that's the official launch date. But there was early that's access official, a couple of days before. early beforehand. access date,
1: uh, which was the fifth. Uh, so I've been playing it since since November five because I pre-ordered the ultimate edition. I didn't even know there was going to be an early access period. I was like, I checked Steam and it's like available for me to launch. I was like, wait, all oh, right. And like it says like it's early access. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing it. Uh, it's been about a week or so. And honestly, like I, I, it's, it's like, I wouldn't say it's like, like a massive improvement over, over Forza Horizon four. Right. I would say they, they made some small iterative changes that make, make the game better. And it's, it's set in a, a new environment, right. Uh, In Mexico. um, And it, Looks, I would say it looks better. Like visually, I think there's, there's been some upgrades for sure, but mechanically, there, there isn't a whole lot of like difference between Forza Horizon 4 and Forza Horizon 5. So if you're coming from Forza Horizon 4, uh, it's, it's not like huge. Like you're not going to be surprised by the mechanics. So I think a lot of it is very similar, uh, which is good. Like it's fine. Like it's, it's, it it is what it needs to be. Uh, I think from that perspective. So, uh, I think one of the questions that I think both of us had coming into Like this, this game, Forza Horizon Five, is the game set in Mexico. So we had some questions from the early trailers about like sort of representation of of Mexican culture in the video game, right?
0: Specifically, because um, Playground Games they are a British developer, and listen here, I don't want to, I don't want to start any discourse. I don't want to start any problems. But if you would ask me, what what part of the world would I not trust to? Respectfully showcase the global south as it's called. um, It would be it would be the UK because honestly, fuck them.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, fair. I honestly that's that's. I think that I think even the Brits would agree with that. Uh, If you you have any Brits in the audience, I think you will agree. It is not it's not (laughs) your strength. Uh, So so how are you feeling about this? I, I I I play this game for as far as I can tell. There's nothing. Forza Horizon has never been like a series that deals. With any kind of politics, or like, or it doesn't like try to get into any politics rather. Um, and it doesn't, it always tries to like present like an optimistic sort of fun, like point of view and uh, angle. So, and I, and I didn't see anything offensive, hideously offensive in there. I, and I finished like the story stuff. So, and I haven't really seen any, like, any, any hideously offensive stuff. But what is your opinion on this? Like, how are you feeling? but about this
0: so with regards to the the per- portrayal of these cultural like um artifacts or also you know cultural uh experiences in the game i think they actually are doing a good job i mean it's it's a car game so driving through the pyramids but, i mean
1: it's but, a but- little <laughs> bit i i think one of the <laughs> things i will i think this is uh laura for laura k dale uh pointed this out on i think this week's uh, she said, like some of the sort of the way that the game portrays, like these ancient, not uh, like these, like mo- like temples and like, uh, like the the temples there. It sort of portrays it in sort of like a weird colonialist vibe, right? Like sort of like, a,
0: yeah, because I was literally driving a McLaren with an anime girl all on the front of it through the pyramids of of my people.
1: I think the McLaren, I think the anime girl thing is your your fault uh, specifically, not the games
0: but L- listen here it's still <laughs> yeah, driving through like these pyramids and all these yeah that's true i think the, one of the first places. missions
1: one of the first missions like you do in the game, one of the first story missions is you like it's like a rainstorm yeah and you, you drive you, like, through the storm right yeah you drive through the storm which is like a cool sh- like thing right like i like that like i like this storm I like the weather stuff well, i'll get to that later but like like driving through the, the storm and like like but the, when you got to the temples they're like look at these temples bro you discover this
0: and specifically too with with the temple, what the gameplay loop is, you drive around and like take photos of things and have to find things. It's like a pause from the race to like look for objectives, which all in all, I don't think is a bad gameplay loop, but um to do it through a temple that was savage by people probably lineage you know from the developers of the game, you know
1: there's 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 some it's a little bit yeah i, I don't think the game is trying to stay in I don't think even the, i don't think the game like if the game is not intent. Like, there's, there's no intent of colonization here, I don't think. Like, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's no intent of... But, like, accidentally, or, like, they are doing, like, the whole bit about, like, the colonial uh, oppressor over here coming here and finding shit that doesn't belong to them and, like, claiming it. No,
0: no, it's, it's like when you have a white kid named Tanner who's really into horchata, but, like, <laughs> he doesn't do anything problematic, but he's, like, really into fucking horchata. Oh, and it's like, you're not really doing anything wrong, <clears throat> per se. <throat> But I do not want to be in a room alone with you because you absolutely have cult- colonialist b- vibes, right? It's the same thing. If if a Mexican studio was doing this game, if a Mexican studio was doing this game, I would not be, I would not have this perspective in my mind. But but because I got you know people who I don't know, like just watch the BBC all day or whatever you do in the UK, you know, making this game, it, it, I feel like more respect and more caution needs to be taken for some of these portrayals. It
1: definitely has a sort of what I would call. Um a tourist's perspective of mexico right like it's very sort of like look at all the fun stuff in in mexico right look at all this like beautiful sights it's not like i'm saying like mexico is not a beautiful country but i'm saying like the way the game presents mexico is sort of like hey look at this pretty country right it doesn't really go deeper than that right like look at it's
0: also look at this pretty uh look at this pretty uh uh what's the word? I'm looking. Country, that's what it's called. They're called countries. Look at this pretty country from a perspective of a bunch of British people, because in the game, the player character is the same par- player character from 4, right? It's a continuation of that. So it's a bunch of British people going to Mexico, putting up a car race, and just, like, overtaking the natural landscape, yep. which uh, I- Which,
1: uh, yeah, that, has, that definitely is the most, like, colonialist shit in this game, for sure, right? Like, it, it just comes off like the, the whole concept of the Forza Horizon Festival as a concept, by the way, is bad shit. Like, absolutely ridiculous. Like, it's it's just completely absurd. But, like, in this context specifically, it comes off as, like, look at, look, we're, we there's, there's this forest here, it doesn't matter. We're gonna, we're gonna cut down some trees we're going to we're going to race some cars in here right like that it's
0: literally it's literally like oh this is historic this is a historic coast generations of people lived here look at this beautiful indigenous housing look at this beautiful you know indigenous statues that are thousands of years old that we need to take care of to protect and you know what we just put some neon lights on that shit cuz we going to drive some mclarens
1: through it yep yeah that's uh that's and and, and one of i think the other thing one is, is the matter of language right like so i know you had some uh, I, I, no, I think this is, this is, this is, uh, common. I think not common. Uh, what, uh. It's common by white writers. Yes. Well, common by white writers to do this sort of thing. What, what other, like, media, like TV show or, TV shows do it. Um. And t- entertainment media. I think what some other game did this really badly. Oh, Far Cry 6. Far Cry 6 did this. Uh, where. Where, uh, where you just intersperse, like a person speaking English, like a, a, like, uh, uh, like a, for this, for in this game, like a Mexican person speaking English will just intersperse, like words of Spanish in the middle of sentences. Uh, and no, and the thing is, right, like if this is not like a, this is a thing that people do, right? The people who speak multiple languages often will, like I do this all the time, right? Like I, when I'm speaking to family. I will I will like mix like English and Bengali in sentences like fairly often, but I don't do it like basically in every conversation all the time. Like not every sentence, or to people who don't speak the
0: language, because in theory our player character is some posh ass person from London eating beans and chips or whatever y'all eat in the morning for breakfast, right? Why the fuck are we using Spanish words? Like if you're calling a place in its Spanish name, totally understand it, but you'd be like the be like like oh yeah, we got you a McLaren. Is muy rápido. How you like the car. And it's like that. No one speaks like that. Literally. I mean, maybe you might, if I'm like talking to like a family member, I might speak like that, but it's
1: more of like you interject into, you wouldn't speak like that to like a, a foreigner, right? Like a person who doesn't speak or does a person who doesn't speak Spanish. Like you wouldn't, I don't know. Like it feels, it feels a little like, Hey, look, the, you know, this game is set in Mexico, right? And you know what people in Mexico speak, right? Like that's, that's sort of the vibe, right? Like it, it, the the amount of it is in there, I like it's never done in like a caricature way, right? You know, like it's not trying to make fun of of Mexican culture or or, or you know, like how Mexican people speak Spanish. It's just it's just a very, as I said, a very tourist way of looking at like how people like interact with other people using language. Like it's a little, uh, it's it's not great. I, I, I'm not like a huge fan of it.
0: Uh, and it's it's a thing where in the other ford surprise games we went to australia and the uk you never had a single time where two characters talking to each other where someone was like oi mate here's the lamborghini tarantulas or some shit like that right like that never happened like you never had someone just scream out something in whatever they speak in australia or whatever y'all speak in the uk right like and yes i will stay willfully ignorant of it but it's just like it 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 only happens when Oh, specifically too. This really only happens in media when the the, the place it takes pla or the, the country it takes place in, the scenario it takes place in are places that are either seen as like poor or seen as brown or black, right? Or the
1: other it's like the other, right? Like the other. It's not an authorization. Like it's sort of like, hey, look at these people are different, right? Like these people speak a different language. Uh you you are in this different land where people speak a language that is not yours, right? Like it it's sort of like it's, like, very, like, trying to, like, at every point, it's trying to say, like, look, these characters are Mexican, right? These, like, these characters are Mexican. And to be fair, I, I, like, as far as I know, these characters, like, the Mexican characters in this game are, like, voice acted by, like, I actually haven't checked, so I, I don't know if you've checked, like, if the voice actors are, like, like, Mexican or not, uh, but. If anybody knows? I, I believe was, I Rami was,
0: is. I know what he is. R- Rami Rami is
1: an actual uh, Ramirez. Like Ramirez is, and Alejandro might be. Like Alejandro sounds like like a native Mexican speaker, perhaps, uh, like a native a Spanish speaker who po- quite possibly lives in, in in the United States. Like it sounds like Spanish with a little bit of American accent. You know, like it it seems like me.
0: I mean, we're just we just fine if you're having people of like actual. Like, as, if you ever been like actual Latinx people portray Latinx characters, like whatever, that's cool. I'm, I, that doesn't bother me. It's just, I guess my main beef with what this is, and this is maybe maybe not something I can judge playground games for because the game is good ultimately. But I, I mean, is it? And this is maybe a spicy take, but does a UK studio have any right to to try and portray Mexican culture in this way? like is is that something that you can stake a claim to as a developer in the UK like you can make games of course like, you, you can make whatever game you want but i think from like a like a credibility or cultural perspective would why why you know this this should have been a game made by maybe a, a, an actual latinx developers or a mexican studio or at the very least they could have hired you know um you know women of color from central america from south america right to help portray to hop on this like i and i mean maybe i'm, I'm obviously asking too much but basically, it's just that to me, I will always have complaints about games that are written for cultures that that are not of the people who are from said culture. Like, I think, I mean, the biggest example I think is anytime Call of Duty or Activision Blizzard right tries to write a perspective from from any any like Muslim country, any Middle Eastern country, it's it's never their story to write. You know what I mean?
1: No, absolutely. I, I, like, I, yeah, this is one of those things. Like, and and, and it's they they will never like. The way it's always portrayed is, and the thing is, especially with series like Forza Horizon and even Call of Duty, Call of Duty is even bigger series, but Forza Horizon is no, like, it's not a small niche series. It's a, it's a popular game. And.
0: Oh, this thing's almost reaching nine million players, right? Concurrently right now.
1: Exactly. So, so like this portrayal of, of Mexican culture and Mexican, like, language and heritage is, is reaching millions of people right and this is what they are portraying to millions of people and that is not an insignificant thing right to portray something a culture like this like that is that has deep like roots and like uh, like history going back thousands of years it's like you're you're like you're making this like the like game that's not necessarily like i think okay this is uh this is like say like this is just forza horizon it's like an ice cream flavor, right? Like, this is the Mexican flavor of Forza Horizon. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's not, it's not, like, really delving deep into, into Mexican culture, right? Like, it's like, it charred. Or it's not even delving deep into street
0: race culture, right? Like, that's the thing. Because there is, there, like, okay, and I can't, none y'all at me at this, because I can make this, I can say this sentence, so fuck y'all. But there is, right, like, the running stereotype of, like, what? latinx people on honda civics with street race teams on the back of their cars it, it's a stereotype for it's but it's because it's a real thing though people do people people do i grew up around it you get like a honda you get whatever car you know you get like a little sedan you make some probably really questionable mods to it and you go fucking race them i have family members who've done that right and there's there's
1: there's no mention of that
0: like and i'm not fully through the game yet so i mean if you have seen any mentions of it later on
1: Okay, no, actually, I was going to mention uh, there is a whole, there's like little like different characters have little these horizon stories they're called. Uh, so I don't know if you have done any of these, but one of them is called Vocha. And uh, this one is, uh, is is Alejandro's story.
0: No, I've started that one. That's what about getting the uh, the, the beetle and, and bringing it back up.
1: Yes, I think that one does a good job of sort of connecting sort of Alejandro and her family and sort of the like the motor sport like culture of of Mexico, right to to the game, right? Sort of like I think that one does I think a good job. Like I, if you finish it, like it's it's like a very like there's a lot little, little emotional beat there and stuff. Like I think that it, that one does like a good job, uh, like portraying like sort of like a connection, like a heritage, right of a motorsport in Mexico. So I, I think at least that like I, I, you'll have to play this and you can tell me what do you think of it, but. Uh, I think it does an okay job, uh,
0: but that's only a pocket, though. So uh, you know, and I'll I'll play for sure, through short. I'll definitely give you my thoughts, but I think it's that this sort of like car culture, car, car culture is is very so strong that that the that the game could have been framed around it, and if it was written by people who live in that area or from that culture, they pro- most likely would have. Like Fast and the Furious is a lot of memes. It's a lot of it's a lot of memes about family, but. The, the things they poke fun at in Fast and the Furious, the things that they sort of like exaggerate, that there is truth grounded in them. We're like, there is a call cult culture in a lot of like, in Puerto Rico, in, in, in the Caribbean, in, um, in, in Central America, South America. There's a lot of like street racing and stuff. And there's, there's things to go with it. Like, Midnight Club 3 actually did a good job at this, which is a weird thing to say because that game was probably absolutely not written by anyone of color. But, but Midnight Club 3 actually did a pretty good job at it. And, and so I just, I guess I guess, but because I think we're maybe sounding a little bit dour on it, but I think it's important to have these conversations because Call of Duty had to patch out the Quran on the fucking floor, right? Like this shit just happens all the time. Yeah,
1: bro, I don't even. That's just I like I'm tired of that like shit. Like it does. Like when you send me that thing, I was just like, of course.
0: Uh, for for context, so the um in in Vanguard there is a like a set piece that has the Quran on the floor, which I. I did like, how do you not, I mean, I guess you know that's offensive, actually, I shouldn't say how do you not you sh- You know that's offensive to put a holy text texture on the floor of a video game
1: yeah, it's a little bit yeah, I, it's, I don't even, like, honestly like, Call of Duty is a lost cause I, I don't even, like, I, I feel like there's no redeeming Call of Duty at this point, it is what it is, like, we need to keep criticizing it but, like, I, I don't like, it's too big and it's made by people who obvious, some people, some some people I, I'm sure there are people on the Call of Duty team who are middle eastern right and, and like would maybe say something about this but those people are not making decisions probably who knows uh so yeah I, I like this is a discussion that we need to keep having because it is important
0: with that though gameplay's
1: fun like <laughs> game's fun <laughs> <laughs> game games games good games i i mean i said it was the beginning of the year and i think it uh um, it I, i've been looking forward to this ever since the first trailer Came out, uh, and it, it delivers, uh, everything I wanted. Um, I think there's worth talking about, like, sort of like the technical side of, uh, of this game about the sort of like the, this is, this is the second Forza Horizon game to sort of like, uh, like be on both two generations of like Xbox cons- uh, consoles, right? So this, this game is also out on, uh, for, on the Xbox One, right? And also an Xbox Series S and Series X, right? Along with PC. So it is on three different, like sort of, I, like the, the Xbox One series of, co- the Xbox One console are different enough to, the, I could consider them like a third platform. And it, it does a very good job of, of scaling between both the, like if this game runs on the, uh, on the original Xbox One, the big box thing, like the big thing with the big brick of a power. Bar- VCR that I have right like it's 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 big and it's slow uh and it can run this game at at a solid thirty frames per second and while it doesn't like it it, it makes a lot of cuts obviously right, but it doesn't it's playable and it doesn't look terrible, which I would not have expected to be honest like when I, when, when they first said that they were gonna bring this to the original Xbox, like the Xbox was one. Consoles, I was like, mm, that's a little bit like, how is that game gonna scale across the generations? Like, I I was skeptical of that, but it's a serviceable port. It's serviceable. It, it is. It, it's it is uh, it is very serviceable. Uh, uh, Xbox Series S and Series X, on the other hand, fantastic. Like, absolutely fantastic. Uh, like, sort of like display here. Like, so you have two modes, right? Like, you have performance mode, which is. Which is which runs at 60 FPS, right? And you have quality mode, which runs at 30 FPS, right? I forget what the exact resolutions are for. Depends on the
0: 1440p quality on Series S, 1080p ish 60 FPS on Series S, 4K 30f uh, quality on Series X, and about um, 1440p through like I want to say maybe like is it's a range of 1440p through sub 4K on on Series X for
1: the 60 uh, FPS mode? Sure. Uh, so which which console are you playing on? I think you have a. I have the Series, series. S, yeah, the S. Okay, so how like which are you playing on quality or, or performance?
0: So I've actually I played a little bit on both. Um, so of course the gaming monitor I have does 120 FPS right um, output, and this is 1080p monitor. So when I, I had it plugged in here, I played most of it when I was playing with you two the other day. where That was like 60 FPS, but this game does support Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos. So you know I had to hook it up to the to the living room TV with the HomePods, right? And that one, I was like, well, let me try the 1440p mode, right? Dolby Vision. A 1440p upscale to 4K, honestly, is not too bad when you're sitting you know, that far away from a TV. Like if you're in front of a monitor, different story. But when you have like a good couple feet away, it, that upscaling 1440p is fine. And so I was playing it there. And my, I guess the breakdown between these modes are... If I'm trying to get competitive in racing, right, I want 60 FPS. I will take the visual downgrades. That's fine, because it still, you know, it still looks good enough. But like, if I just want to drive around or do photo mode, like having it in HDR, having Dolby Atmos, like surround sound going, and the quality mode, mm, even at 30 FPS, it is, it is, it looks good.
1: Yeah, I, I. That's the thing, right? This game, like whichever mode you play on unless you're like looking like straight at the shadows or the or the visual details which which like this is a racing game you're you're going to be you're going to be driving past like environment details and like uh, 300 miles per hour like it, you're not you're not stop like you're not usually stopping to look at like small visual details right so it, it's like it's a racing game is a little bit like i think they took, sort of took advantage of that and really scaled like they. I think what what Digital Foundry said in the videos and uh, there's like two videos here that I would recommend you watch. There's one for the PC version and one for the uh, Xbox version, and like they picked like the right settings to tweak between the generations and between the like Series S and the Series X console to like really like get everything out of these machines and like have the game looking good, right? Like you good enough that you're not going to be like, hey, I'm I'm playing on the Series S and then this looks like uh, like. Uh, Worse, like noticeably worse than the Series X. You're probably not gonna notice, right? Like, you're not. Most people are not Alex over at Digital Foundry. They're not.
0: I mean, if you had a side by side, you could tell, right? But like, it looks good enough though,
1: probably. But you're not looking at them side. Nobody's looking at them side by side except for Digital Foundry, right? Like, those are the people they're looking. That's because that's the job, right? And but most people have the one console. They're gonna be playing the game on that console, and like they're they're not gonna be comparing like the side by side between between versions, right? So for them, it's going to look fantastic. Like that's the thing. This game looks like, good on all all the platforms. Like on on the Xbox One, maybe you're looking a little too closely. It's going to look a little bad, but you know you're probably happy that you get this game at all. Like honestly, at this point.
0: And honestly, too, for the Xbox One, what you can also do is it's a Game Pass game. There is cloud streaming now, right? If you wanted the good quality version, I would I would wager that a Series X version at sixty FPS streamed. To um the Xbox One, if you had it on Ethernet per se, like the VCR model, probably be better quality than playing it natively, and maybe the input latency might not be
1: that different, right? Because of the frame rate differences. Yeah, so I I I I think it is a solid like like the console versions are are, are solid. There are okay, and then then I got to talk about the PC version a little bit. Uh, the PC version, I, I'm not I'm playing on the PC version. Um, uh, it's. It's been, it's a little, uh, like there are some issues to, uh, like there are, uh, there is no, you know how the, I think we mentioned like, the, the consoles have dynamic resolution scaling, right? Dynamic resolution. There is no dynamic resolution option on PC. Uh, there is a scaling option, the resolution scaling option, but it's a flat scale. Like it does a flat scaling. It doesn't do anything dynamic. It's like you set a scale. Percentage and it scales to that amount. It's it's not particularly good either.
0: Well, and then that's meant for say getting native HUDs, right? Like you basically if you have a four K monitor, but you can't run a four K game. You'd get the four K HUD because you're you're outputting up four K, but you use the resolution scale to run the game at ten eighty p.
1: Yeah, but it is it is it's it's not a great upscaler, or it's not a great resolution scaler. And uh, and it would be better if they actually put in the dynamic resolution scaler that they have in the console versions on on the on the on the on the pc version which which they don't uh right now uh the other thing is that it I, I a lot of people have been talking about the game crashes a lot on certain systems that might be uh driver related that might be something weird going and i don't i don't know what's what's. i have i haven't had any crashes with this game uh not even a single crash like it hasn't crashed a single time and i've played for like 30 hours or whatever uh, and it's it's, it's sort of rock solid for me but I, a lot of people are having crashes with this game uh, and I would say that it's it also has like a lot of the settings in them and this is a PC specific thing where a lot of the settings in the video settings take uh, you need to restart the game to change them right to uh,
0: no, you have to do it on Xbox as well. If you change the modes, you have to do a full reboot of the game.
1: Okay, so that's that's just an engine. That's just an engine thing. Uh, so okay, so that's a limitation on both both platforms. But on PC, you're more likely to like if you're like if you're on PC, you're more likely to be messing with the settings, right? So it's it's a thing just to keep in mind. If you're tweaking with the settings, you want you'll have to like restart the game to apply the settings. Uh, just something to keep in mind. Um, I, I this is one of those games that I think would benefit from DLSS. Uh, and it's sort of like, I think, if DLSS was available, I think this game would scale really well.
0: But Microsoft won't do it, though. There's no first-party Microsoft-made games outside of Bethesda ones that were made before Microsoft bought them, that DLSS. I'm pretty sure Microsoft's just waiting until, right, they roll out, like, some Windows, you know, Bit- DirectX version of it.
1: Uh, so the other other PC-specific thing is the ray tracing, uh, which...
0: No, ray tracing on a console. It's the, It works the exact same way as PC... Ray tracing's on in the quality modes and...
1: Okay, so the ray tracing on this game is specifically only available in the Forza Vista mode, right? Which is, like, a mode where you can look at cars inside this garage thing, right? Like, where, where you're looking at the cars, And the only ray tracing that's present even in that mode is self-reflections for the car, right? Not, not environment ray tracing. Like, it's only the car. That is, like, the object, like, the only the car that is, like, has dynamic, like, ray-traced, like, reflections off of
0: it, right? But in defense of the game, have you ever seen an anime girl reflected in itself in your car body, bro?
1: I'm not trying to, I think, I think that I, um, contrary to what Alex says in his video about the PC, about the ray-tracing, I think it's fine. Like, honestly, I don't like this game looks like the, the 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 reflections like the the way that they are done in the in the, in the world right i think it's perfectly fine that they're not ray trace and i think ray tracing in the real time in the in, in the in the in the in the in the open world would be way too expensive for l- virtually little gain uh so and I and I don't think it would be very useful. And I think the reflections that are, the non ray trace reflections that are in the game right now look fantastic. Like, I, I'm i not like trying to like, like, it's, it, they look really good. They're not, they're not, it's not like they need to be ray traced to look good, right? Like, they, they already look, uh, real good. And I don't think it needs ray tracing out in the, I don't think it would be fair. I don't think it would be like too fair. Like, I think, uh, like, Playground is trying to keep some level of parity between the PC versions and and the console versions when it comes to, like, ray tracing. I feel like they don't want to make it so, like, the PC version is way, like, you need, like, if you want to, it, like, it, it's going to have ray tracing all all over. Like, they don't want to, like, really do that, I don't think. They're, they're focused on other things.
0: Well, there's also, uh, for on ray tracing real quick, there's also a technical limitation. Forza Motorsport 8, I believe, got delayed because it's going to be fully ray traced, meaning these games use the same engine. I'm willing to bet the engine support for full race tracing just isn't there yet. Because if the engine could fully do ray tracing, well, why didn't Forza 8 come out this year? Why did it get delayed, right? Yeah, I mean, the motorsport game. Was just, so, in theory, would have came out, and they both use the same engine. So, my guess is, too, like, this is probably the only thing that's ready to ship in the engine right now for ray tracing. Otherwise, we would have a game that's further along.
1: Uh, you're saying that it is, like, it's like, this is like... A- this is like an alpha version, like it's an early sort of demo version of the ray tracing that they have in their engine, right? Like it's not fully ready for, like it's not optimized for, like you know, doing it in the open world,
0: right? because right, the next motorsport piece, it's always motorsport should have came out before the next Horizon game, right? We're two Horizon games without a motorsport game coming out in the middle of it. It's usually they both on off your cadence, right? So that's why I think it's just that they're probably just not ready at a technical level to do full ray tracing.
1: I I feel like this is weird for me to say it as someone with a fucking twenty eighty ti that I paid, and I don't even, I don't even remember, bro. It's I I don't wish to remember the exact amount I paid for that GPU. It's way too much. Uh, like I have a GPU that's capable of of ray tracing, and I I usually never turn it on in any games because it's not worth the frame rate. Like it's not worth the resource, uh, like usage, uh, and like the frame rate drop that subsequently you get with i prefer i prefer a stable 60 frames per second over over having rate racing, right uh and in this game i get like i get like a stable frame rate uh, basically i, I have uh, the only place i've seen a, a frame rate drop was when i was taking a turn in the, in the in the city area uh it was like in the middle of a race it dropped to like 59 for like a second and then it came back up but other than that, I have not noticed any frame rate hitching or, or drops. Uh, it's been stable. The only thing I would mention is the frame rate limiter in the game does not work without VSync turned on. That's what I discovered. But remember, I told you that the it was not working for me, so I turned off VSync like I do in every game because I don't need VSync. I have a I have a GSync monitor, so I turn off VSync in every game. Uh, but in this game, specifically without, without vSync turned on, the frame rate limiter does not actually limit the frame. Like you, there's a, it's like 30 FPS, 72, uh, I think 72 FPS, uh, 144 FPS. It's like sort of the three sort of, on, on, on the, on the settings. And if I set it to 72 FPS it, without vSync turned on, it, it goes way above Like It goes, it goes to like, it most of the time it's like 90-ish. Uh, FPS for me uh, at extremes at the extreme preset, to mind you. So like it's it's not really a problem. Like it's, it's I would like I I like to keep it at a steady like frame rate because there's no point in me running this game at 90 frames per second. It doesn't really give me anything more than getting it running at 60 frames per second. Uh, so I would prefer like a like a stable frame, like a frame rate lock. But the only way to get that is turning VSync on, which I have done and it's fine. Like, I, I the v turning on VSync is not really, it doesn't really cause any issues, but, like, that's just something to keep in mind, that it is not, it's, the PC port is a little, a little, it, it needs some, it needs some patches, and, and they're working on it. Uh, Playground is going to have some hot fixes probably by next week. They're, they've been working on especially some uh, issues related to the multiplayer. The multiplayer has been a little unstable, right? Like, we we played a little uh, last, uh, like, the earlier earlier the week uh we you were you were getting disconnected right like every every once in a while like you would get disconnected from the session like the session would go out of sync or something and it would...
0: or even joining the session right we'd have to try like two times to join a convoy
1: yeah it was a little bit uh, there's been issues with the sort of horizon online the horizon link is where you caught it where you're in the world with like where you're online and you're in a world with other real players uh that one has been extremely unstable that it, sometimes it just disconnects you and you can't reconnect so it's it's a little broken on the online front, uh, Playground is certainly aware of it. They are trying to fix it. So it's it's um, it's it's like so. If you're buying this game for online stuff, just just keep that in mind. It's like it's both on the Xbox and the PC version. This is not exclusive to the PC version. It's just like like some there's some net code or whatever, like server side issue. Uh, so just you know, keep that in mind. It's otherwise it's it's uh, it's it's a great game. I and if you. I, if you if it's on games pass if you have games pass it's like try it like it's it's worth giving it a shot like uh, I would recommend it
0: if you can stream it it's it's available on cloud gaming you know
1: yeah, you can stream it you can if you have a even if you have an xbox one like the original one like give it a shot uh it's 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 a it's a good game if especially if you like if you like arcade races like i do uh this is quite possible i mean this is like the best arcade racer I've ever played like like period, like it's it's. I don't know what else I would come close to even comparing this to. Like uh, so, like straight up, it's it's one of the best racing. It's the best racing game I've ever played.
0: So so, what you're saying is then you would give this game five bienvenidos out of five. Jesus, that I will never guys, make that you joke are waiting, again. You have that setup. You
1: had. <laughs> I know you have that. Set up. Like you've been waiting the entire time. I've been talking. You've been sitting there workshopping this joke. Oh my fucking god! Okay, that's a good one. Okay, that's funny. Okay, yeah, it's a five-five out of five. Yeah? Uh, I, I I did not say the name of the city because I, I'm not sure I can pronounce it right. Like, uh, it's the, the the one that starts with a G. I don't know. Like, how do you
0: like uh, Guadalajara? No, not Guadalajara. It's a uh, oh my god. Can you paste the name of it in the thing? I, I can't remember what it's called. Can you just paste the name? It's
1: it's 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 a Guana.
0: I can pronounce it, but I just need to see how it's spelled because I vaguely I remember the name of it.
1: Uh yeah it's it's G U A N A J U A T O
0: Guanajuato something like that Guanajuato something like that Like
1: I like I I'm never quite sure how you pronounce the J right like the J is a little it's not actually pronounced with a J it's it's like a like a H more like a H sound
0: Yeah it's like H U sound like a hua like a Guanajuato like that yeah
1: Okay uh, it's a hua okay all right. Yeah. Okay. So transliterating from Spanish is uh, like it's not always perfect. So yeah, that that city is is the city like presented in the uh, like that's the city area in this in this game, and it's very like honestly I don't know like, I don't know if you've been to this city or not, uh, but what the portrayal of this in this game it's it's like very pretty.
0: I mean, I've never actually been like from Mexico. My family's from El Salvador, man. We from which is a whole which we don't we don't get.
1: I don't know if you visited. Like I don't know. Like y- y'all are like. Closer than I am, so I don't know. if you No, know.
0: I never. Well, the thing is about going to. Let's, let's not actually let's not delve into it's a politics. Yeah, no, you're probably yeah, not go down that sentence
1: thing. Okay, um, so you, you've not been, but I think, I think the portrayal in this game, like it's a very like well.
0: I mean, no, no, the portrayals look accurate to what these cities and what these things look like. That is for and sure. And honestly,
1: I prefer this city area than the one in Forza Horizon Four of Edinburgh. Edinburgh is a very boring city. bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> see the only reason forza horizon 4 was like interesting from a from like a, a visual perspective because of the seasons because
1: the uk is boring yeah i i'm sorry to y'all you all you UK i am sure y'all got some i'm like and i'm not meant trying to I, I i like some uk stuff like honestly yeah i, I, I
0: love, I, I, love like I like to visit i love Skepta. i love
1: great <laughs> i like to visit like the shetland islands or whatever but like Listen, like Edinburgh is not an exciting city for in, in a car game. Let's just, just leave it there. I don't want to piss off any people from that. Like, I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, but we, we can end it. We can end it with this. So if you're Irish, if you're Scottish, nothing but love to you. But if you're from the other parts of the UK, I don't give a fuck. Anyways, let's talk about game pricing. Because I think there is actually a very interesting trend that Microsoft is starting to do. Because it's already been confirmed. Halo Infinite is going to have the same pricing model where if you so you the ultimate edition right gets you the game a couple of days early which okay that's fair uh,
1: four days i mean it, it it was available to me on friday so and the game came out on tuesday so on the 9th right so it's a
0: four days early is when you get it for but, four days so i had a whole weekend to play but with game pass though you if you paid 45 dollars which i did you would also get it they call it a premium
1: add-on right it's like an add-on that you have to buy
0: they're also gonna be doing a Halo infinite because there's a listing right now in the Microsoft store for a similar early thing for Halo infinites campaign so I guess the question is how how do you feel about this because I have thoughts about it, but the idea of well you pay for the subscription but you only get but you still have to pay to play it early
1: I don't like it i I don't i do this is this is uh and I, and I'll have that, I'll, like I have to agree with what Laura said and this is just like exploiting uh, like formal right like this is just sort of this is like a psychological trick, right? I, I don't like it. I'm not, a fa- I'm not a fan of it. I'm not into it. I, I did like, I, when, I, when they said it was available early on Games Pass, I just thought it was going to be early on uh, Games Pass, period. Like, you paid for it, you get it early. But no, you have to pay an extra $40 on top of your subscription to get...
0: I mean, it does also include the DLCs and stuff, right? So it does include that. It's not just early access. It is the premium car pack, the DLCs, and early access.
1: Yeah, so it is, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't like it. I, um, I, like, this game, I don't think needed this kind of push for people to buy it, but. But
0: people did. It had a million players before launch.
1: It, people did. I, of course, I, yeah, of course it works. I mean, they wouldn't do it if it didn't work. Uh, but I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of it. I wish they wouldn't do this. I wish they would reconsider this sort of strategy, to be honest. I am not, I'm not into it. Uh, for sure. Like this, this whole pricing has put a little bit of a, like, it's, it's not, I'm not like, if, like people all, people all, I'm like, I can recommend this game, but then people tell me that where it does the early access thing and, and, and the way they did the, with the game's pass thing, it's, it's going to leave a bad taste. Uh, for sure. Like, I, I I'm not, I'm not, uh, Last thing I, I could say about this game is the, uh, is related is the Forza controller. Uh, so this is, uh, I guess we can link in if you can just Google Forza controller. Yeah, I'll put it as the chapter art. Yeah, so it's, it's a, it's it's a a limited edition, like, like Xbox wireless controller, uh, that has like Forza, like colors on it. Like it's like a yellow, pink, bluish with, uh, translucent, uh, plastic on top. Like so you can sort of see the, like on some parts of the controller, you can sort of see inside the controller, right? Like so, you can see like the vibration motors, right? You can see the circuit board a little bit, right? Like you can you can sort of see the control, which is I think is a very cool idea. By the way, I, I think that's that's neat. Uh, it's mostly fine. It has very little branding on it. There's a Forza logo on on the front left, but it is it is uh, the pictures actually are kind of incorrect. It's actually more subtle. Like it's very, it's like a slightly different shade of, uh, like, so it's very hard to see if you're just like not looking at it. And there's like a Horizon logo on the battery cover on the back. That's it. Uh, what my sort of issue with this controller here is that the grips are uh, like the way you hold the controller, right? Uh, those are made out of a different material from the standard Xbox wireless controller of this generation, which is like, it's like, a, like the, right now it's like a, like a, I would call it like rough plastic, like it's like it's not smooth, right? It's like a what do you call it? I, I don't know what the word was.
0: Oh wait, wait. So those ones aren't actually rubber. So just for a moment, the, the so the elite controllers, right? They have actual rubber grips on it. When you were describing it, I thought you were saying they're rubber. So they're actually not rubber. They're well. Let me pull up the photo. It, I I mean, if it's rubber, it would feel rubber. It would feel rubber. So if it's
1: yeah, you can, you can see it in the picture, right? Like you're the black, like the black underside, right? Like the, that's what the I'm talking about. Like it has. It feels like rubber. I'm not actually sure if it's hundred percent rubber or not. It feel felt like rubber to me. But like the problem with that is that it gets when you when you're holding the controller f- uh for a while.
0: Oh, that's like a bumpy texture I see here. Oh. So the elite controllers have a ridge texture. Jeez, I could have phrased that better. They have um a fuck it, it's it's a ridge texture. But um oh yeah, this one looks like it's more like dotty, like there's more bumps on it though.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and, the, and the thing is, with this, uh, is like, it, when you, it, it has a stronger grip, like it's, it's like a tighter grip, but, uh, it's like your, your, my hand started sweating. Like it's a little, gets a little clammy, right? After you've been holding the controller for, uh, so that's, that's just something to keep in mind if you're like buying this controller or whatnot. Uh,
0: so I just sent you in Telegram too for context. This is the back of the Elite controller, the one I used to have. This is what, this is the, this is the rubber I'm talking about, which is different than what your,
1: uh, it's, yeah, no, it's a little, little bit different. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. This that, That's not how it is. Like, it's, it's, it's different. You sort of see it in the pictures, but yeah, uh, it's, it's like, it's sort of, it's, it's kind of smooth, but it has like this grip and it, it, but it, it gets clammy. Like it has this clammy feeling after a while holding it. So yeah, not, 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 not I mean, not ideal. I mean, he, it might be fine for you. Like it's, it's, uh, it's controllers are usually uh, a uh, person like it's very people People have their needs uh, when it comes to controllers for sure. Uh, so that, that's that's Forza Horizon Five. Uh, so it's pretty good. it's pretty good.
0: Oh, actually, I have one last thing. Just one last thing.
1: Well, yeah, one last thing.
0: I unfortunately I did not consent to this, but the game gave me the Microsoft Teams call sound as a horn. Um, who who put Microsoft Teams? integrated it with Forza. Ah,
1: that's a joke. That's actually a joke. Like right? that's gotta be a joke, right? Like somebody had, this was like somebody had a bet or something, like they were gonna be like, hey, we 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 could put the, uh, the teams uh, calling thing in the uh, horn. Like the horns are always like have funny things in them, right? Like right. They have all these weird sounds in them, right? Like uh, and and I guess I thought it would be I would pay to not
0: have the Microsoft teams would... in, in <laughs> a the DLC game.
1: to remove I would. <laughs> I would pay fifty dollars to,
0: to not have Microsoft Teams in my racing game. You know,
1: I, and the thing is, you know, people are gonna be equipping you that at like using it in like in multiplayer races. Uh, so there, there is that. You know, that people can like people if you're doing a multiplayer race, although you can hear other people's horns. So you know, somebody's gonna put the Teams thing
0: under. God, car. I should. We should just launch a Twitch stream, fucking with product managers by blasting the Teams horns in random multiplayer lobbies.
1: Oh my, that's, that's, uh, that's cruel, man. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> now that's not Praxis. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's just, uh, just have some mercy. So let's, let's talk about Intel. Let's dunk on Intel. I guess that are we dunking on Intel? Is it a dunk? Like, is it time to dunk on Intel? Or is it time to be like, hmm, maybe it's, it's okay. So it's, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's not dunking on Intel, more of, we're, we're we're taking we're we're pulling Intel out of the oven. They seemingly have made for themselves with their new Alder Lake CPUs.
1: Specifically, uh, so uh, just to set the scene here, the context: uh, Intel launched their new Alder Lake series of CPUs, starting with the highest end Alder Lake chip, which is the i 9 12900 K. Right, which is which is like a monster part. Let's let's be real. This is like
0: C- actually. Can we start with cause I forgot. What does K stand for again? Uh, K means that you can overclock it. So if it's a, the i12900 regular is a fixed clock and the i12900K is a regular clock. And then there's the KF, right? Which is just GPU?
1: Yeah, the F, the the F SKU, as Steve from Game Nexus says. The F SKU means that it has an IGPU in it. So if there is no F there, it means there's, there's no no iGPU so you know if you're oh wait no
0: so the f has the iGPU yes
1: i'm pretty sure that's what i said right like earlier or did i did i like no
0: it's just that these are fucking confusing and it is it
1: is confusing it's not I, like intel still I, I hate these names i like swear to god these are like terrible like i don't know like what's going on over there but it, that, that that's the situation so you have this uh all the like like i9 processor here the 12900k it is the highest end Alder Lake CPU, right? Probably not the highest end. right? I mean, the server stuff is probably going to be higher end, but like the for a desktop class CPU, this is going to be like the highest end Intel CPU from this generation. Um, it is using their new uh, Alder Lake architecture, which is uh, which is the big little architecture. Where you have performance cores which are clocked higher uh And you have efficiency cores uh which are clock lower right so this is sort of like this the same way arm does it right and same way apple is doing it on on the m one chips and on the a series chips right like like the big little is, it's been around a little bit like it's not a new concept it's just Intel is applying this concept to this x eighty six processor here um so we have big we have how many cores on this actually like how many how many cores do we have intel uh it's I 9, 10, 12, k Um, yeah, let's, let's look at this. So I, I've got the ARC page on this. Uh, so we have total of 16 cores, eight performance cores, eight efficiency cores to our total of 24 threads. Uh, and so, and a, a, different, like the performance and the efficiency cores like run at different clocks. So the performance score of Max Turbo is like 5.10 gigahertz on this. And the efficient core max turbo is like 3.90 gigahertz. So turbo, turbo is the, is like a, it's like a, it, it goes like max power, like full speed for a limited amount of time. The base frequency for the performance cores is 3.2 gigahertz and the efficient core is 2.4. Gigahertz. So these are like a lot of cores, lots of, lots of, lots of like, you know, lots of like, uh, Power, like power, the power is the thing that we need to talk about. That's the most important thing is how, what is the power to performance ratio? Uh, and folks, um, this thing, let me just say it at max, maximum turbo power. This is so max, all, all cores are at max, max clock, 241 watts. That's, uh, to put this in context, there are like GPUs that are like, Around that, right, like three hundred watts or so. So this CPU just by itself, if it's running full clock, is yeah. eating power. Like you need, like you need at least, like if you're putting, if you have this processor and you're building it with a GPU in there, you gotta have a like eight fifty watt, pro, like probably, right? Because like you're gonna be running this thing at max. If you're buying this, I don't know why you would be buying. Like like most people don't need to buy this, but if you're buying this, uh, be aware. And speaking of temperatures, speaking of ho- like running hot, this thing runs hot. Like you need you need water cooling on this. I don't know, like I don't I don't think you can run this with. Uh...
0: I remember I was watching the Linus Tech Tips review of it, and like, so you know the Noctua cooler, right? The NH whatever, like the one the one that everyone that one everyone's like this is objectively the best cooler you can get. Yeah, they're basically like, yeah, this thing gives almost thermal throttles with that cooler in an open air bench. Which is like that is the best air cooler you can
1: get. Yeah, that's the one of the best air this basically one of the best air coolers and
0: And it's almost hitting its max, you know, thermal limit.
1: And yes, this thing this thing is hot. Like it's hot, but it's running hot, two hundred and forty watts in max turbo. That is a lot of heat dissipation. Like you that heat has gotta go somewhere. Like this is just thermodynamics, right? Like that heat has to go somewhere. And you need you need water cooling for this to have like even P... You, you can't this like you could probably run this with the air cooler like the NHD fifteen, right?
0: But you see you need you, your entire case has to be airflow oriented, right? You can't you can't have you so like if you're doing air cooling with it or even water cooling, right? You can't be one of those traditional PC gamers, right, who has like ten cats around clogging up all the, you know, dust filters you, in your case. You, you, need you like, can't you need be like using a frat- the Corsair, you know, it's all glass on all four sides case.
1: No, no, you gotta have the you gotta have the fractal torrent or like uh the, the what is it? Like the uh, there's some cases that are airflow-oriented. Or you got to, like, jerry-rig a Mac Pro case, right? <laughs> just put it in there. <laughs> no, you got to... Yeah, you just... I mean, the the point is, like, you need airflow, uh, especially if you're going to use the air cooler on this. Like, this thing is not messing around. Like, you need an airflow. You need airflow, and you need, like, a water cooler. Like, if you're doing this with an air cooler, good luck. By the way, it, your room's gonna, like, you got heat, Like you don't need a, uh, you don't need a space heater. Your, your space heaters. Oh,
0: I was talking about space heaters, like, there is, you this processor cannot be used in a build that I think anyone would call not noisy. Like, I you, you, like, open Overwatch on it, and, like, it just all you probably hear is just, like, an airplane lifting off. Not because the fans are bad, just that they gotta work. Because the issue is with, especially, it's not just the processor you have to worry about, right? It's like, your GPU is also going to be circular, especially if, if it's you specifically you, static, who has like a you're gonna, you know you're going to get one of these and you're going to have like a thirty ninety in it when you upgrade. I, kn- I know you already, right? You put the thirty ninety with this in one case. Like honestly, that's.
1: I mean, if I'm doing that, I'm I, I'm going to do water. I have to, you have to get a AIO in this. Like you cannot, you cannot do this. Like air cooling is possible, but it's going to be like tight. And the margins are tight. It's going to be running hot. But when you be like up the clock, right? Like that's it's it's not this this one is meant for people who need like ridiculous amounts of performance. And honestly, let's talk about like the performance. Performance is it's fine. It's it's not a massive jump over over Ryzen, right? For especially for Ryzen, so sp- we're talking about like so the comparative CPU for for this this one it would be like the Ryzen nine five 590 nine fifty X like in single threaded yeah it's like a little bit of a jump but what are you like if you compare the power usage from the Ryzen 9 to the Core, core i9 9, 9, like it's like i don't think it's worth it like, I, like I, I don't think it's worth like the power the heat that you that you're generating
0: like this it. is the problem with the M1s obviously i know that M1s not a competitor neither is M1 Pro but it's just that we have now seen that it is possible to have ridiculously good performance at uh, literally a third of the power draw, right? And so I I I mean, even from like an environmental perspective, because I know I've seen like some arguments online, people are like, well, it's a desktop PC let it use as much electricity as it needs and like I, in this in and this, and, and I mean, if you're a colonizer, sure but in this, glo- you know, in this global climate issue we're running in
1: I I think performance, yeah, like, even if you're like a person who, who doesn't care about the environment and like, performance per watt, like this is not a great upgrade if you have like a if you have the equivalent Ryzen 9 CPU right now, and you're like, should I, uh, should I upgrade to the 12, i9 9, to 9, No, absolutely not. Like that, that makes no sense. Well, you also need a new motherboard What's too, like, right? It's whole oh, you thing. need a new motherboard, right? Like, so it, it doesn't like, from a price perspective also, it doesn't make sense. You're paying like, this, this thing is priced at like, what, like $500? Like, uh, like it's some absurd price. Uh, like you're, you're not gonna get enough value. For for the for the money that you're paying for this, like you need a new board, you need a new platform, you probably need to buy DDR5 RAM, which I will I will get to in a second. So you're not like if you're, you're gonna upgrade. It's not worth it. Like it's not especially if you if you have an R9. Like that's that's not enough of an, a jump to justify like buying this. Like but if you're like a few generations of Intel behind, maybe this is like a jump that you like. If you have like a workstation machine maybe this is, like, worth, like... Well, that's the problem, though. If right. you're a few
0: generations behind, you have to buy a new motherboard, so why not just go Ryzen?
1: Yeah, I mean... Well, this is assuming, availability. This is assuming
0: availability of Ryzen. Yeah, you want
1: to... W- also, you want to wait on the Ryzen. Like, Ryzen, I'm sure is gonna uh, respond with the equivalent Ryzen processors from this generation soon. So, like, you know, you probably want to wait if you're looking to upgrade, right? So, and, like... It's like i i i nine to be honest is not an interesting processor. To me. It's just it's just like what what Intel is doing here is it's a marketing thing. Is that they look they're like look we just we just dump like all the power we can dump into a processor and, and get a slight edge over the R nine and look it looks good on marketing material right, but it doesn't actually like offer you like significant value for your money or like the performance per watt. Like or like, it's just, it's just a marketing thing for Intel. Like, if you're looking at this, like, if you have a workstation machine, you probably like wanna like wait a little bit, like, not not buy the i nine. I I wouldn't
0: recommend. But it's just funny though, because the entire purpose of switching to a big little design is energy efficiency. So it's like, if you were just gonna throw all the fucking power at all the cores, why switch?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I think. I mean, that's where it becomes interesting with the the, like the processors like that Intel released. In the other, like there are like lower end than the i9 or right? like the i7 and the i5s right like those are where the interesting sort of things are happening in my opinion like those are the things that you need to watch out for is is, is where is what is like in, like an what what is like uh the i5-12600k for example right uh, it's like it's the, the i5-12600k is actually a decent cpu Right. Like it's, it's, it's all right. Like it's actually competitive with what AMD for once after that whole 11. Like let's forget about the 1100 series because I'm sure, I'm sure Intel would like to uh, not have Steve call uh, the processors a waste of sand. Um, so, you know, um, they're not a waste of sand this time. I, I would say like i 5
0: Yeah. They're not a waste of sand because they run so hot. They're glass. Oh my God.
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah, so i5-12 600K, and I'm mostly interested in even lower end, like sort of the i3s, right? Like what's, what's gonna happen in the laptop ultra book space? Uh, that's, that's what I'm curious about. I don't think there is, I don't think Intel has released, uh, or announced the i3s, uh, yet. So I'm sure those are coming soon, TM uh but that's what i'm mostly i'm mostly curious what is what is
0: hot 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 is the answer for the laptops that that's the answer i hope
1: not i hope intel is competitive on on this on on, on the laptops as well uh
0: so i mean amd actually runs really cool like amd is not as efficient as m1 but on the amd mobile it's it's not too bad with regards to thermals for at least the pc sides of things but god they just i you know i just once again i know the pc market the mac market are different but once you once you touch a computer that doesn't have a fan but still runs pretty damn fast you just your your mind changes a little bit right about like
1: what you can of course yeah it's it just sort of warp it just changes the sort of the thresholds for performance and like and expectations right like so exact exactly so the sort of the m1 has yeah for sure and and it's like How, like, I know, and also there's these, there's the jump. Because you can't use all of your RAM slots as well. Uh, DDR4 and DDR5 also happening in this generation of Intel chip, right? So, so what the situation here is with Alder Lake is that Alder Lake supports, uh, running, uh, with, like, the platform supports both DDR4 and DDR5, but not at the same time, right? So if your board has support, for DDR four and DDR five, that's going to be a weird board. I don't think this, that board exists yet, but it might exist soon. But you can't use you can't use both at the same time. You got to pick. You got to pick either you want DDR four, you want to, you want to you want to use DDR five. And right now, DDR five availability is is not great. Like there's a very limited amount of like DDR five kits available, and the timings are not great because it's still early in the generation for DDR five, right? Like so, DDR five is not as well like. The market is not as like well defined for DDR five, right? So the kits that are available for DDR five are not as well, like the, the timings are not great. There might be some inefficiencies or whatever, right? And they're expensive, right? Uh, availability is limited because there's limited SKUs available for from the various uh, RAM vendors. So, uh, so there's the thing to consider. Like if you're looking to buy, a, a, a build a new PC with the Lake, right? Not not forget about like if you're buying nine nine or whatever but like if you're just buying like i7 or i5 like the thing to consider is do you get a board that supports all the link and supports ddr4 or do you get a board that supports all the lake and ddr5 like do you reuse the ddr4 that you already have right like you you almost certainly have ddr4 right like if you bought a pc in the last few years it's, it's 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 ddr4 right so if you do you want to reuse the ddr4 that you already have or do you want to Spend the money to get DDR5 and when you're upgrading, you want to upgrade everything. So that's like the consideration that you have to make, right? And right now, the difference between DDR4 and DDR5 from a performance perspective, it's not significant. It's, it's the only, the, the Gamers Nexus video, uh, on, on the comparison between DDR4 and DDR5, the only significant difference was in 7-zip compression, um, and decompression specifically. And I think Steve, uh, Theorize that it has probably has to do with memory bandwidth between DDR5 memory. Like I think it's 256 bit. Is it 256 bit or 128 bit? I, I don't remember what DDR5 is, but it's a higher like higher number of bandwidth like higher bandwidth between the CPU and and the and the memory. So that's probably what explains the sort of the compression.
0: Well, in the issue to right now, with DDR5 is it's such an early manufacturing process that DDR4 is faster due to brute strength because DDR5 is a more is a better technology. For regards at a base level, but
1: it's a better technology. It has more bandwidth, but right now it's not as good as DDR4 because DDR4 has been around for a while, right? And the the vendors have optimized like uh, like uh, like made the best use that they possibly made. Like they know how to make the like DDR5 is a, is a tested and well like understood standard by these vendors, right? DDR5 is not like DDR5 just arrived on the market, right? DDR5 kits are just Basically, just now becoming available with all the like CPUs being a thing, right? So, if you are getting into into DDR five right now, you gotta understand it's it's a, you're an early adopter and early being an early adopter of any PC building tech like this, you're gonna be in for a little bit of a rough ride. You're gonna have to spend a little bit more because stuff I'm always at this at this point in the sort of life cycle of, of technology like this, it's gonna be expensive because there's not as many. Like people making it right now, and, and the designs are you know they're, they're making more DDR four than they are DDR five. There's gonna there's gonna be a point in a few years where DDR four is going to become more expensive than DDR five as all the vendors start making more DDR five than they make DDR four. Right? Like this happened with when the switch between DDR three to DDR four. Right? Like at a certain point, the price is flipped over. Right? DDR three started becoming more expensive because manufacturers like stopped making as much DDR3, started started like changing the process to DDR4. And, like the making more DDR4. So that's not that's not happened yet. Like it's still early days. So you gotta remember that you're in for a little bit of a you're gonna have to spend a little bit more money if you wanna, you know, get all the like and get DDR5 at the same time. You're buying a new board. You probably, if you're buying the i9, you're buying a new cooler. <laughs> like, like I, I'm like, unless you are got to reuse like an AIO that you already have, like you're buying a new cooler. If you're using air cooler, you're probably buying a new cooler. So that's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta expect a, a spending a a little bit more money than you probably want to. So you know, you might want to wait a little, like a few, wait, wait, like six months maybe, uh, before, before the prices sort of. The supply chain issues are still a problem, obviously. So you know, it's an ongoing issue. So everything's a little bit little bit iffy right now if you're building a new PC. Uh, so do you have anything else to say about all the way before we... Uh, oh, the Windows 10 versus 11 thing. Do you want to talk about that?
0: Well, I mean, I'm still waiting for you to upgrade to Windows 11 so we can do our review on it. So, you know, I'm going to keep my thoughts until... I, you know what I'm, saying? I'm yeah, not going to upgrade could, for
1: like could, yeah, a year. Well- for I a mean, year, we've been for doing this podcast for many more I'm years.
0: Not. I imagine we'll be doing it still in a year, so we can yell about Windows 11 then.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I'm I'm not upgraded yet. There's a lot until Windows 11. It's 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 not. It's a little shaky right now, uh, for sure. And right? I'm not like Windows 10. It runs on my what I would call my production machine, which I use every day for for work for personal. Thing. Like it, it needs to work. Like, it needs to be stable. So I, I'm staying on Windows 10 for, like, another year. Uh, uh, Like, this time next year, uh, like, I'll be looking at upgrading, like, to Windows 11. Uh, So, hopefully, like, Microsoft has sorted out most of the major issues with Windows 11. Uh, But, yeah, so, uh, Gamers Nexus has a video between all the lake on Windows 10 versus 11. Uh, Windows 11 has some specific, like, scheduler changes for, specifically for dealing with the, sort of, big little architecture that's happening in all the uh it turns out it's it's not really a big difference uh and steve like justifies the whole reason they use they uses windows 10 for the testing of the all the cpus is that it's not there's no significant performance delta between between like windows 10 and windows 11 right now in in, in performance so that's like, if, if you're like, hey, do I need to also buy, install Windows 11 on my new Alder Lake PC? Probably not. You know, like, if, if you have a Windows 10 license that you're just going to move over, that's, you're going to be fine. Like, if you want to upgrade in a year to Windows 11, that's, 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 I think that's, it's not an issue. Uh, if you're, if you're getting into Alder Lake right now, uh, just, uh, you, you have some, um, we have an audio corner. Anime trash to talk about. The Anime uh,
0: trash to talk about.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, I like. I I I preface this. Uh, so, I know your nephew called you out on this. So I'm not gonna like call you out she, anymore. Listen, listen. Okay. So,
0: so this is y- y'all are y- you throwing me? You are you are putting me under the I'm bus. I'm you this under
1: thing. like a bunch of buses. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. So basically, we were talking about the AirPods uh, three a while back, and. I decided to pick up a pair just to see how they sound. I was pretty sure I was going to return them because I have the pros, but I wanted to give it a go. So I did pick up a pair of the AirPods 3. And uh, all in all, the reason I'm doing a bit on it is that they um, were 180. And while they do sound better than the prior AirPods, it's just like they don't sound good. Like it's fine, you know. Like it's, It's fine in the same way that if you buy a gamer headset, you're buying it for aesthetics and not sound quality and don't lie to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's actually, there's a, actually, I'm gonna just, this is a sidebar, but I'm putting it in the show notes. There's a very good uh, YouTube video about gaming headphones by a, a headphone reviewer called Critical. And basically, he was like, if you want gaming headphones for a competitive advantage, it's time for you to face the hard truth. You see those esports players, you see those people in the Overwatch League, either they're wearing uh, sponsored headphones or they have like noise canceling earmuffs on and have trash earbuds on. <laughs> you're not gonna get good you're not gonna get good because of the headphone
1: yeah uh yeah yeah no it's not it's not a matter of the headphones it's trust me it's not headphones if if good headphones were the reason Overwatch League players uh like were good at Good at Overwatch, I, I would be an Overwatch <laughs> League player. Uh, that's that's not that's not how that works. It's it's hundreds of hours of practice and skill and and a, lot, a whole lot of other factors. It's not it's not about the like. I mean, the headphones are necessary, of course, but it's not like the headphones are not going to like if you're like a bad player. The headphones are not going to be make you like
0: incredible. like if like if you if you were a good Overwatch player, you could get to the Overwatch league with Apple earbuds, right? With like
1: the with the shitty with probably, the shitty yeah, iPod probably yeah. Oh, like oh, like I mean, I would recommend you get invest in a slightly better headset, but you know, like you right. could probably. Do. But but with that
0: though, so the the AirPods, it's just for how much they cost, especially when most places you can get the AirPods Pro for like ten bucks more. Like Amazon has them on sale right now for one ninety. It just. I, I just returned them because I was like, "There's nothing here that's better." Um, I mean, yes, there's more bass. They fit nice in the ear, you know, they don't fall out, but it's fine. And 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 like the reason that there's also like anime girl earbuds in the in the show notes is I was watching. I've been getting into YouTube headphone reviews, and there's a company called Moondrop, and like the meme is they put big old anime girls on all their boxes. So I and I didn't look up reviews up before I saw it. I saw on Amazon they had a pair for like. It was five bucks on sale. It's twelve bucks right now of the Moondrop quirks, which are like budget IEMs. And I was like, you know what? For five bucks, I'll do it for the meme. You know, like we'll do it for the meme. I was just you know, baby, send some pictures. That you put it on, Mastodon, on. Ha ha ha. You know, because I actually don't fuck as much as I talk about it. I don't. I don't fuck with the anime aesthetic. Actually, like I don't. I don't. I don't wear. I'm. Not, I'm not that person who wears the Hago clothes. You know, I wear. Actually, you know, I. 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 I, I care about my drip. You know, <laughs> and so. But, but so they came in, and I put them in. And I started, you know, I got the, got the USB-C DAC going, got the lightning 3.5 millimeter DAC. I'm like, let's play some music. And like, I'm coming at this from two perspectives. One, for $5, oh my, do they sound good. And two, compared to the AirPods that cause, what's five divided by 180, however much that is. That, uh, Flexulous is 36. They cost 36... Oh, I paid 30... The $12 now. It's a little bit less. But, you know, I paid 36 times less than the AirPods for these. They blow them out of the fucking water. These have presence in the bass. It's not too bassy, but you can feel the thumps. The... The highs are there. The mids are nice and warm. It's a warm sound signature. The only complaint I could have is maybe it's not as detailed, right? It's not muddy per se, but it's not as clear as say, like, an open your pair of headphones. But once again, A, they're IEMs, and two, they're five dollars. And I'm just listening to these and I'm like, these are fantastic. These are absolutely great. Like, I I I'm these are now my backup headphones. Like these are my backup headphones. I'm like, there's no meme with it. Like, you know, the anime girl stuff was a meme, but I'm actually very happy I picked these up. Um, these Moondrop does make more expensive headphones, they've like thousand dollar IEMs, like the Arias or other things that have like full blown anime characters. They have a Vtuber that they have represent their brand, so it's very, it's very memey on their side, but you know, the, the, the product's good. Unlike Razer, right? Where Razer's all meme, no quality. This is meme and quality. Like, if they're, if these five dollar headphones sound good, I'm pretty sure the more expensive ones probably sound better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh surprise like turns out I mean it's it's one of the things like I think you like when you're buying Apple products, you're you're not necessarily paying just for the quality of the product. You're also paying for like it works seamlessly with Apple devices, right? Like that's like H what is it, the H one chip that's in
0: Right, right. Like there's like I I know I'm comparing wireless to truly wireless, right? Or wired to truly wireless. So there are differences of course.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit like you're paying for the convenience factor. You're paying for the Apple brand, obviously. So it's like it's not a like apples to apples comparison.
0: But you know, I I think it's still. In, I think it's, it's, no, it's still interesting. It's, it's, it's a good comparison because good. of you could pay like five bucks more and get these with a mic. And I I just I can't. I'm like after listening to these, I'm like the, the AirPods Pro still sound better. The AirPods Pro have better presence, all of that. So they still sound better. But I don't know. I feel like I. For me personally, when you get to the lower end, when you get to say like um the cheaper, not cheaper line, but more affordable line, I, I think the trade-offs you maybe make are more quality than convenience, if you can, right? Where like, I don't know, if it was like back when I was when I was a little bit more broke, I definitely would not have bought, you know, if I was like uh still using Windows Phone, right? The Lumia six thirty five, I'd be on here being like, fuck wireless headphones. This one's got a headphone jack, and these sound amazing for the price, you know. It's it's definitely just Interesting. It also makes me happy to know that there are good quality, very inexpensive, very affordable. I'm not going to call these cheap, these, even though they are quote-unquote cheap. They're, they don't cheap feeling. Like, yes, is the uh, uh, silicon tip not, like, the most squishy, but it, it fits. You don't feel any discomfort. IEMs have a weird air pressure thing, though, which I am new to. This is my first IEMs. So the AirPods Pro do not do this because they have a vent. And I always thought that was a meme, right? Like, a joke. But, like, no, you feel pressure
1: when you put these in. Yeah, it's a thing with IEMs. Uh, it's a thing. Some people, that's, that's one of the reasons that some people don't like really don't want to use IEMs because it makes them really uncomfortable, right? With, with the air pressure thing. So, you know, it's, it's a thing just to keep in mind. If you've never used IEMs before, you feel this air pressure buildup. It's, it's, it's not a great feeling. And it, it, the AirPods Pro, as you mentioned, mitigates it with, with like vents to let air move between. So it's it's a thing. It's just a thing to keep in mind if you're using like IEMs of any kind that are not AirPods Pro, basically, right?
0: Right. And and on the Amazon listing, it's very funny. You know, they have like the frequently bought together. They have these headphones, the Lightning the headphone jack adapter for the iPhone, and the Koss KSC75 portable stereo headphones, which are clip-on open-back headphones. And and like I know uh, I've been actually looking at reviews of these and apparently for like 20 bucks these are good quality. So I guess this is this is the budget. This is the this is the budget, but I care about audio quality, you know, setup. Get the quirks when you need like some in-ears, get the open backs when you're at home and get the little, get a little Apple DAC. These j- while we are saying the AirPods may not be the best value for price, the Apple DACs are genuinely some of the best cheap DACs you can get. Like the USB-C to 3.5 millimeter jack for the iPads. Great. That is objectively a good DAC.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. I think the the, the Lightning Two three point five as well. That I, I don't actually use it as much because I use the AirPods Pro mostly when I when I when I take the phone with me. But it's it's fine. It's it's a it's a it's a dec- it's a good DAC. Like, it's not like amazing or anything. Like, well, for ten
0: dollars, right? For ten dollars, value. It's, I it's think pretty it's good, good value yeah. for for good value.
1: So, uh, are are you buying uh, also like? Uh, pair of uh cat uh, cat girl hoodies to go with this for the what is that?
0: i'm i'm not i'm not i don't i don't wear anime stuff like that it's just i only put it on the cars all right i only put anime girls on the mclaren's because that's where it- that, that, no, let That's me not aware not phrase that Let me not say rephrase. that. Let's skirt rephrase. on out of this and let's roll into the outro. So you can find the show notes at two shadesofbrown dot com. Email contact at two shadesofbrown.com. If you play Forza and you have disgusting car skins, like not even anime, just, just nasty shit, email it to us. Once again, could have phrased that better, but I want to see your car skins.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I I want to see. If you if you if you if you play Forza Horizon five, uh you can add me on Xbox Live. Like, it's PacketCat. Add my gamer tag. Uh, we can have leaderboards and stuff. It's cool. Uh, you, can, you can find me uh SonicS8.com and on, on Mastodon at PacketCat at 10forward.social. And as, as you already said, the show notes are on Two Shades of Brown. Uh, And with that, uh, goodbye.
0: Wait, I don't get an outro? Jeez, I, you don't get, I, I don't, I don't get an oh you don't get an oh wow uh, wow <laughs> <laughs> wow I
1: thought for somebody look listen i got no sleep last night i'm doing this podcast on absolutely zero hours of sleep
0: so oh, no i'm right there me. with you i bought um i bought a <laughs> venti drink at starbucks last night bro what are you doing so no here's what video, i did I... I also spiked it with liquor as well oh, so it was Jesus, coffee and liquor box. it tasted oh, actually almond i didn't milk even drink.
1: drink caffeine i couldn't sleep uh, bro what are you doing
0: yeah i mix caffeine I, and liquor but where you could find me at uh, hopefully not
1: <laughs> not, not starbucks posting- <laughs>
0: yes yes come, come find me getting my little oc milk drink uh but no you can find me online at just find out website find, out twitter dot XYZ, find out on twitter please at me about guardians of the galaxy because no one else is talking about the game and until next time bye bye